0: Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. You don't have to say
1: anything and you don't have to do anything.
0: Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. Go ahead, make my day. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history.
2: I just have a different constitution, I have a different brain, I have a different heart, I have a different, you know, I
0: get taco blood, man. Ladies and gentlemen... There's a million bucks riding on my back. If I don't fight, I don't get a dime. Pedro Fernandez.
3: Damos y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Yes, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than 29 years. Straight up today, we're talking two hours of combat sports on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Radio Network, and the American Forces Network. Get this. UFC 177, that went down last night. An upset on Showtime, Showtime Championship Boxing, although it wasn't a championship fight. Well, there was an upset on that. So we've got lots of stuff to talk about. We're going to talk history. We're going to talk about... The good old days, the glory days of boxing, the 1980s. Was that the really, was that the pinnacle? Was that the, you know, was that really the pinnacle of boxing as far as the 20th century, the game was concerned, the history of the game? Well, we'll talk about that with Zach Atagian, who's in studio this week, and we'll spend some time with him in just a couple of minutes. Of course, last night, Showtime Championship Boxing, and of course, oh man, UFC 177. Renan Borel, where were you? You're supposed to show up and take your whooping, take your licking. Not show up, like, at 155 pounds for a 135-pound fight. Yikes. Yikes. He didn't fight. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next fight on uh, Fox Sports is September 5th, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock in the West UFC Fight Night. Souza versus Mosassi. You are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking into the world of boxing this hour. September 6th, Showtime Championship Boxing. Adrian Broner versus Emmanuel Taylor at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time.
2: 75,000 miles is more than just a milestone for your car. It's a reminder because your engine may look the same outside, but that doesn't mean it hasn't aged inside. That's why we created Valvoline MaxLife High Mileage Motor Oil, the world's first high mileage motor oil designed to fight the hidden causes of breakdown, leaks, deposits, friction, and sludge. So extend the life of your engine with the proven protection of Valvoline MaxLife High Mileage Motor Oil. Valvoline, 140 years under the hood. 800-480-5708.
0: Remember the beginning of summer when you had dreams?
4: I'm going camping every weekend.
5: I'm definitely going to through-hike the Appalachian Trail. Probably two or three times.
6: Just getting my bike tuned up to cycle across America.
0: While we may have been overambitious, at REI, there's still time to make summer dreams come true. Save up to 30% on the best in outdoor gear and clothing at the REI Labor Day sale and clearance, August 22nd through September 1st.
4: It's late. Your baby is flushed and congested. Do you go to the emergency room, page your doctor, hoping you hear back? No you're out of refills and your doctor can't see you for two weeks do you go without no you've broken out in itchy hives and are running a fever but you're traveling in miles from home do you suffer through it no you sign up with doc on call to make sure it doesn't happen again doc on call will give you immediate access to board certified physicians and registered nurses day or night with one-on-one video or phone consultations all consultations are completely confidential and records are immediately transmitted to your physician doc on call is a great backup plan because it allows allows you to contact a doctor on a moment's notice. Now you can get convenient, personal, professional medical care whenever you need it. Call now to get started and have a doctor always on call for less than a dollar a day. With Doc on Call, your appointment is when you say it is. Call now. 1-800-996-7722 now. That's 1-800-996-7722. 1-800-996-7722.
1: I thought
4: I I would not come on the early rounds, but like I said,
1: he brings excellent condition and he's determined. Why didn't you go after him to try to knock him out when you knocked him down early in the third round? I said, why get not if I've been training for two months? Here's the here's knockdown. Describe it to us as you see it. Well, like I told Jimmy, the one-two is going to get him all the time. But uh, I wasn't going to get all excited and play myself cheap. I said, I'll knock him out early if it happens. If not... If it's necessary, i go 12 rounds, and I did. Did you go to school, so to speak, on what happened to Rosario when he knocked him down man. and then got knocked I out himself? No, because I knocked, knocked down a lot of fighters that still took my time. I'm just getting seasons through every fight, and I'm pound for pound. Best of the, I'm the best fighter, pound for pound, in the world. Bring him on. Bring him on. Man, see me. I don't respect your opinion. Come on, baby. I'm going to knock you out. Price, not you could get some, baby. You could get some, too. Brian Jimmy Paul, Sammy all your Come on with it, baby. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Time, baby. Yeah. Time. your macho time. your time. your time. Let's hear from you, Larry. What about Aaron Fryer? Aaron Fryer? Come on with it, baby. I got faith in you. You bounce back. I know you. Come on, baby. Macho Come on macho with time. it. It's my Joe time. <laughs> <laughs>
7: At the tone, leave your name and message. I'll get back to you.
2: I will sue you for everything you have. I will sue your ass.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
3: The late James Garner, just passing a couple of weeks ago, took a picture with Rita Moreno. I think she's won an Academy Award, and Emmy, and all that stuff. A Tony, all those different awards. She's like... Still amazing, good looking lady as well. Of course, East Side story back in what 1962. But straight up, I took a picture with a couple of years ago and she told me that James Garner, aka Jim Rockford, or Bart Maverick, um he was ill, real ill. And of course, he died just a couple of weeks. So he was a pretty good TV icon, no question about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing this hour. We shift gears an hour, number two, and we go to the world of MMA, but straight up. Hector Camacho. We had that little lead-in by the Macho Man. I mean, the real Hector Camacho. People knock him. People, you know, they, eh, they poo-poo him and things like that. You know, this guy was a phenomenal fighter. Born Hector Luis Camacho in 1962. Of course, May 24th, 1962. Slain. Shot to death. November 24th, 2012, at the age of 50. My birthday. What a bad day. What a jinx that was. So I hope that's not, maybe that's the day he died, but the day he was shot was a couple of days before, because they had him on life support system. So we'll move this back to 11-22-2012, uh, just for Pedro's sake. Anyway, the bottom line was he broke in at 130 pounds. He was amazing. Pound for pound, he was, like, phenomenal. I mean, I saw him pitch a shutout over Jose Luis Ramirez at the Riviera Hotel in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada, and then, of course, Later that night, Pedro Pedro scored a couple of knockouts, all in one night. But the bottom line was, man, he didn't have to knock Ramirez out. He just he just outboxed Ramirez for 36 minutes. I mean, he was phenomenal. And of course, people think that you know he took his uh, he had the macho ness taken out of him a few fights later when he fought uh, Edwin Rosario, his fellow fellow Puerto Rican countryman, who left hooked him in the garden and rocked his world. And he sort of never got really macho after that. Well, he, this he became aware. I mean, he was undefeated, never been really hurt before. He became aware, hey, guess what? You can be hurt. So the Macho Man got a little smarter that night, that's all. But at the end of the day, he won a bunch of championships. I think he was the recognized 130-pound champion, 135-pound champion, 140-pound champion. And he won some titles at 47 and 54 and things like that. But he started things off. I mean, he was hot. He was the guy. I mean, New York New York Golden Glove champion, everybody was saying, man, this guy is this guy's the real deal, macho man. He's the real deal. We'd see him on TV doing prelims on ABC's Wide World of Sports, and you know, and 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 you heard Larry Merchant interview him there. Cosell wasn't too bad. I mean, uh, Cosell did. I think Cosell did a couple of his fights. Jim Jackson, those guys did a couple of his fights. But it all started at the Felt Forum, of course, where he won that Golden Glove championship uh, back in the day. But Back in 1980, that's when he turned pro, beat some guy named David Green, David Brown, some hobo that was 0-1 and probably never went anywhere, and that was his claim to fame, but is losing to uh, uh, Hector Macho Camacho. But it all ended for Camacho professionally. Actually, he told me when I talked to him like six months before he died, he had said to me, I never really retired. I'm just not boxing right now. So I don't know what that meant. A couple of guys have said that to me. The late Eric Martin said that to me. I never retired. I'm just not boxing right now. Okay, but so he had some memorable fights in his career, but it started in 1980 and it ended in 2010. Wow, that's a long time. Think about that. 30 years. 30 years of boxing. This guy did as far as a professional fighter is concerned. And he you know, he beat some good guys, but he also fought a lot of stiffs down the end down down the end of the road. He retired he uh, he he retired from this planet, not from boxing alone. 79 and 6. Never been stopped. Three draws, thirty-eight KOs. The Macho Man, Hector Macho Camacho, man, this this doesn't seem like it's been uh, it's it's gonna be two years now since he got whacked. I thought it was a little bit. I thought it was three years. Anyway, Zach attacked young. Your impressions of Hector Camacho, an incredible talent, huh?
8: Yeah, he was, and I mean, he was he was a great salesman of himself. You know, he was able to to sell the public on his personality, and and I think he he really brought a lot of attention to the sport of boxing.
3: You know, you know what ruined him, right? cocaine
8: ruins a, a lot oh of life.
3: man <clears throat> cocaine in the 80s it was just it was it was so prevalent it was so it was cheap it was of good quality and if you were had connections and he you know he was he had groupies and those kind of stuff and you know hangers on that would get you stuff and things like that i mean you ended up getting great stuff and not spending a lot of money if you were a star you know so he was spending some money and he was getting free you know partying with all his buddies and it just it just it just sort of came crumbling on him I think about nineteen eighty six I think' it was in eighty five was when he beat Ramirez at the Rivera hotel in eighty six he fought Rosario, and then he was sort of done at that point in time I mean I mean yeah, he had some good fights after that and he won some titles after that, and he beat some good guys after that but for all intents and purposes, I really think the the invincibility of him was sort of lost when he fought rosario rosario Rosario's another guy another puerto Rican fighter that's dead. rosario who else who else passed away um, uh, De Jesus, Esteban De Jesus, all these Puerto Rican fighters. that had you, Esteban De Jesus, I think, going uh, uh going into the uh, the pits with Roberto Duran three times and winning the first time. But you know, Felix Trinidad's the only guy still alive. And did you read where his agent sold all his money? He doesn't have a dime. Did you read
8: that? Yeah, I heard about that, and that's really unfortunate. You know, he's he was in a lot of big fights, and he should have a lot left over. Man, he co His father was his manager.
3: He didn't have a manager. He was pocketing it all, except for the things Dad. I think Dad was getting ten points training fees. Wow, that's that's just a crazy fee. Well, <laughs> but, but no, but he, this 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 accountant, whoever it was, went off and absconded. It was you know ninety percent? Ninety? That's a lot of money. I mean, he, he had some multi-million dollar purses. As did Michael Carbaugh. Remember him? Yeah, I kid remember. out of Phoenix. Of course, he. 2000 no 1988 Olympic bronze medalist out of Phoenix Arizona won the 108 pounds championship sort of brought light to the lighter weights as far as the multi million dollar purses were concerned but he and Humberto Gonzalez went round and round but his brother Danny Carball who I believe murdered somebody down there in phoenix danny carbo is a real real creep i hope he said spends the rest of his life in jail because not only do i believe that he he murdered this person so does the phoenix, so do the phoenix police they just can't prove it and uh he's it, 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 just a nasty dude but what he did was he took all of michael's money and he was supposedly invested in real estate and what he was doing was he was buying real estate and selling it short end for short end cash so putting the cash in his pocket so He'd show him. Yeah, look, I bought this house for you. But we didn't show him. Was that he sold the house back to some other guy two weeks later? Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So Michael <laughs> had no money, with no money at all. Michael and Michael ended up turning to booze. Michael, Michael, Michael's a mess. I saw him about, I guess, about two, three years ago, and he, he just didn't look good. I mean, at one point in time, you know, you know, he lost to right? No, I'm not. Uh, Jorge Ar- He fought. He, no, I take it back. He beat Jorge Arce.
8: Oh. He okay. pulled off of a okay. winning
3: as Jorge Arce, and he said, "I'm done." Because that was, like, the biggest gift I ever got in my life was being able to come back and win that fight because he was getting getting shellacked, okay? And, of course, RC like, that 112-pounder that weighed in at 100, 112 pounds and stepped in the ring at, at 130. 129 and a half one night. Is that, is that, is that, that's, is that just a reek of unfairness?
8: The, the, it does seem, it, it doesn't, I, I, I mean, I, sometimes I think that they should go back to like the same day weigh-ins because it's just the size differences can be too much sometimes and it's it's not about skill in the end of the day sometimes.
3: I think the size difference was in effect last night with USC 177. We'll talk about that in about, mm, take the back, hour number two here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide this hour. You're inside looking to the world of boxing saluting the macho man. Hector Luis Camacho, Bayomón, Puerto Rico, where he died, born and dead, born and killed, in the same town. He was the collateral damage, per se, uh, of a shooting where somebody wanted to shoot a cocaine dealer, and Hector was in the car, free coke, free coke, man, got him killed. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 79-6, three draws, 38 KOs. The Macho Man, may he rest in peace.
9: In 2000, the U.S. national debt was 5.6 trillion dollars, and gold was 272 an ounce. By 2010, the U.S. debt was 13.5 trillion. Gold had risen to 1,421. Today, our government is projecting over 20 trillion dollars of debt in the year 2016. Isn't it time you own gold? You can't control federal spending. But you can control where you put your investment dollars. Goldline has safely delivered billions of dollars in gold to its clients for over 50 years. Diversifying with gold is a smart strategy. Call Goldline today to receive your free investor kit. 800-319-9027. Ask them about payment options and read their important risk information to see if buying gold is right for you. Use your credit card for safety and convenience. Don't wait. Call GoldLine today, 800-319-9027, 800-319-9027. Do you know
7: which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds, it's silver. And right now. We at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan silver dollars absolutely free. That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan silver dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA
6: accounts as well. Call right now 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. 800 631 9229. Call Lear Capital now 800 631 9229.
5: Attention, catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable
10: Hello. Good, good evening, everybody. Um, first, um, I would like to thank God for uh, giving me uh, strength tonight and um, to, to uh, victory tonight. And and I would like to thank to all the press and media um, and um, also the promoter, um, Taprang Promotion, and uh, um, Bob Arum. Thank you for all your support. Without you, we're not here. And without you guys... We're not here. And um, thanks, God, for, uh, you know, a uh, uh, success event tonight. And no nobody gets hurt. That's uh, what I'm praying before the fight. And I hope you enjoy everybody. And I would like to thanks to my manager, Sili, and also Nick Khan, and also my team, uh, Freddy Rhodes, my, my coach, and my uh, uh, condition uh well, Justin, just Justin Fortune, and, um, and also my uh, card um, Joe Chavez. Joe Chavez, Joe uh, right there. Um, and also you guys. Uh, thank you. Muchas gracias. Maraming, maraming salamat po, all of you. And I will see you soon on the next fight, maybe next year.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. When it's lights, camera, action, it's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. I'm just normal. Spend time with my children.
3: My baby, Darlene Love. Born Darlene Wright. Man, she was rocking it. Sigmund Stern Grove a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. Wow, she was like amazing. 2012 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My girl, my daddy said she was the greatest. She's still rocking and rolling and looking good at the age of 73. I kid you not. Look her up, Google her. Anyway, folks, I do want to mention the fact that 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 Zach Attack Young is here in studio and he did fly up on the sports byline corporate jet. So that's been confirmed. He's staying at the at our 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 corporate And it it is a lofty, lofty suite here at the St. Regis, the St. Regis Hotel, right?
8: Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So how's
3: that working out? It's a five star place.
8: Yeah, it's nice. It has a nice view and everything. So
3: when you flew up here, it was all by yourself.
8: Yeah. Okay.
3: Now Kevin Perry's on the line from from uh, Las Vegas. We've never put Kevin on the corporate flight on
11: the corporate plane.
3: Kev, are you feeling a little discriminated against here or what? Oh,
11: I'm I'm in Vegas. I'm in the uh, city of the stars.
3: I understand that, but you have not been on the corporate jet yet. We have not sent that down for you. Should I send that to for you in a couple of weeks or what? Oh, most definitely. Okay. Anyway, tell me about Jay Leon Love. Kevin Perry of ringtalk.com was on the line talking about, of course, the Showtime card. Bring me through that card. What happened?
11: Uh, the, the first uh, two fights were um, they're decent. I mean, these are the kind of cards that you call, I guess you would call, uh shock, um, unfortunately, um, for J Leon Love, uh, Porky Medina, he he upset the apple card. Uh, he scored a spectacular knockout of uh, J Leon Love, who's a, a prospect, a protege of Floyd Mayweather. And um, Floyd Mayweather has had a good run at of late with his prospects. I think all all three of his prospects have been knocked out within the last about a year and a half.
3: The guy was a sixteen to one favorite. One six sixteen.
11: Well you know what I was look I was hoping if I could find odds on it because I thought uh you know Medina was a live underdog because he's kinda one of those dangerous opponents because he he's got a big punch, he's got nothing to lose. And love if there was a, a chick in his armor was his chin. I mean I've seen him knock down against Gabe Rosado's Rizzotto. Gabe not a, a huge puncher and he's more of a natural hundred and fifty four pounder. Um love fights at hundred and sixty eight now. So if he's not able to withstand punches from smaller guys, when he fights guys his own size, he could just kind of see that um, he, he's not somebody who likes to engage a whole lot. And when he gets hit, he, he you kind of see the effects from it.
3: Okay, so was this an Al Heyman card?
11: Uh, this was a Mayweather promotions card. Is
3: is is that uh, are they a, a branch of of Al Heyman or what? Are they, what's the story on that? What's the story on this promotional? Tree, now, what is, what's happening as far as Golden Boy promotions and Mayweather promotions? Where's Richard Schaefer? Where's Al Heyman? Explain this, explain this to me.
11: Well, from what I know is uh, this fight that's coming up with uh, Mayweather and Maidana, Golden Boy is uh, g- going to be involved. So uh, Mayweather is uh, still involved with Golden Boy promotions. Al Heyman is, has his own fighters. Uh, some of those fighters are still fighting on Golden Boy cards. But it, it remains to be seen what's going to happen in, in the near future because it doesn't seem like uh, Showtime is too happy with uh, some of these showcase bouts that Al Heyman wants to put his fighters in.
3: Well, you know, the, but the bottom line is, and, you know, he's supposed to be the most, uh, the most money for the least amount, the least risk if you're the promoter. But if you're the house promoter and showing stuff on, on a network, I don't think you should get carte blanche. I think he should be held to a higher standard, don't you? I mean, Zach. I mean, some of the fights on Showtime has just absolutely been preposterous.
8: Yeah, a lot of the fights on that you see on Showtime are just kind of like to build up the fighters, but they're not necessarily competitive matchups. Except for last night. I mean, I guess that that was kind of an upset, but it wasn't even supposed to be. So yeah. So (laughs) and
3: and, you know, like Danny Garcia fighting that 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 poor kid was like a forty to one underdog or something like that. I mean. I don't know if we need to see that. I think when guys only fight once or twice or maybe three times a year at the max, and Larry Merchant's the one that brought this up, and Zach, you can be first on this, but if they're only fighting twice a year, they shouldn't get any gimmies.
8: I would say so. I mean, and Danny Garcia is the lineal champion at 140. He shouldn't be fighting somebody like that. He should have rematched Herrera or even fought Matisse again, I think, over Salka. Who, Who was Salka, you know? Okay.
3: Adrian Broner is going to fight Emmanuel Taylor, Kevin. I think on the fifth or the sixth of September, and uh, hopefully, I, I guess the the uh, the idea is to match uh, the once beaten uh, former. What do they call him? The problem, Adrian Broner, against the uh, against at one hundred and forty pounds. Who I mean, him and Danny Garcia. Would that make for a good fight?
11: To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if he loses to uh, Emmanuel Taylor, because I've seen him fight a couple times. He's a pretty good fighter, and he's um, a natural 140-pounder. Can punch pretty decent. His whole problem with his game is he doesn't throw a whole lot of punches, but I did see him beat Kareem Mayfield a few weeks ago. So, I mean, he's, he's not a bad fighter. I mean, this is... Not some going to be some walk in the park for Adrian Broner.
3: Now, what's funny is that you brought up Kareem Mayfield. San Francisco's hard hitter. My boy has been in the studio with me, of course. A guy, a guy that I got Kareem Mayfield Day, I think in two thousand thirteen or two thousand twelve here in San Francisco. Um, he beat Herrera. Yes, he did. He, he, did beat, he beat, beat him decisively. He did. Yeah,
10: decisively. And, and
3: what happened? I mean, then he loses twice in a row. I mean. It, Is he 32 and done, or is he 32 and got possibilities?
11: Um, You know, there's possibilities there. It's just um, styles make fights. Um, If you're somebody who's managing a fighter and you know he fights a certain way, you don't put him in fights against guys that are not going to be able to make him look good. Uh, Emmanuel Taylor was not a a good opponent in the sense of from a style uh, standpoint. I mean, it was a close fight. I think Taylor probably eked it out, but... You know, it was a 10-rounder. I think Mayfield scored a knockdown and maybe uh, hurt Taylor once or twice, but just kind of got outboxed for the most part. Uh, when he fought Delorme, I mean, Delorme just stunk the joint out, so Mayfield couldn't really get his offense going. So you got to kind of get him in there with opponents that would favor his style. So I don't think he's done, but it's going to be hard to market a guy nowadays It's Coming off of two uh two losses,
3: okay For all three of us uh concur I believe that Guillermo Rigandal is uh a pretty talented fighter, would you say so zach
8: yeah he's he's all right he's I all right're <laughs> you're, you're not you're not enamored with him huh no I, I like rigandale I, I think he's a he's a great fighter and he he has like probably the best pure boxing ability in the game right now
3: now kevin you've always been a fan of this guy even back when he was unpopular and he sort of he's sort of catching on now I mean he realized that he needed to go out and do something with a uh, somewhat of a punctuation mark, and he did so. He went out and scored a first round knockout in his last fight.
11: but a lot of this um, excitement that excitement that people talk about in boxing with a lot of these fighters. I'll use Kovalev and Triple G as an example because these are two of the fighters that um, you know people get excited over. But sometimes you got to look at the level of competition, the guys that you're fighting. Um, if they've been stopped, if they're world-class fighters. I mean, some of these guys that Triple G and uh, Kovalev have be- been beating, I mean, they're not world beaters by the stretch of the imagination. But
3: nobody uh, wants to fight Golovkin. No, I'm telling you, they offer money.
11: I, 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 I agree with you 100%. I guess the point that I'm making is when you're fighting B-class guys, you're going to not get first-round knockouts like Rick uh, did in his, in his last fight. In his last fight, when you're fighting A-class, world-class fighters, you're just not going to be as—you're not just gonna blow everybody away. So I, I think he kind of gets a little bit of unwarranted criticism. I think if he was fighting lesser opposition, he'd look a lot more spectacular, which which he actually did earlier in his career.
1: Hmm.
3: Upcoming fight, September the sixth, of course, across the pond, Kiko Martinez and Carl Frampton, folks. You can check that, of course, on uh, a Fight Nation, Box Nation, and. Sky Sports. If you got the European feed, you can watch these fights. 3.30 p.m. Eastern time, I believe. They're calling AWE. I don't know what that is. Some type of network. Anyway, I'll keep my guys here. Kevin Perry on the line from Las Vegas. My man, Zach Attack Young, in studio with me here at the Sports Byline Headquarters here in Las Vegas, Nevada. No, no, here in San Francisco. I wish we were in Las Vegas. Kevin's in Las Vegas. Damn, Kevin. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the iHeartRadio Network, and the American Forces Network.
7: For a new way to play fantasy sports, join Scorestreak today. It's the easier, better fantasy site with no salary cap. Just pick three players in each of the three selected categories. The higher your goal is for the players, the more points you can win. Compete against your friends and others for real cash. This is totally legal and is based in the United States. Just register at scorestreak.com. Draft any athletes for your categories and go for a perfect score. No salary caps, no headaches, no problem. Go to scorestreak.com to learn more and win big.
4: Ready for another luxurious offer? You know I am. Good, because it's more fabulous savings from the new paint studio at Ace. Oh, cha-ching. This Labor Day weekend, get $5 off instant savings with your Ace Rewards card on gallons of Clark & Kensington, Royal, Valspar Optimus, and Valspar Aspire. It's a color-tropolis. Exclusively at Ace. Ace is a place to help the hardware folks. Present Ace Rewards Card August 29th through September 1st to get savings instantly in store. Limit three gallons. Store stock only. See participating stores for details.
6: We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits.
12: Protective Insurance Specialist is a referral service that connects you to a licensed agent. Availability, waiting periods, and limitations vary by state. Not major medical. Certain plans require association membership.
4: After my husband passed away, we couldn't pay the mortgage, make car payments, or pay bills. Sometimes even having enough food was a problem. All of a sudden, our financial security, gone.
12: You've made plans for the future. College for the kids. Retirement. Have you thought of the unexpected curves life can throw at you? Ask yourself, what if... 800-473-0563. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
2: That's how I roll. I have one speed. I have one gear. Go.
1: If what you're looking for is real loving, then what you see is what you
3: get. 29-plus years now, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, bringing you an inside look into the uh, fight game. <clears throat> Yeah, boxing or mixed martial arts, of course. The USC coming into play back in nineteen ninety-three. Man, that was a that was an amazing era. And of course, the is rocking and rolling. Hour number two will be about the USC and Bellator and that kind of good stuff as far as MMA is concerned, right? And following this hour of boxing on the sports byline broadcast network, the iHeartRadio Network, and of course the American Forces Network. And folks, take Ring Talk anywhere you go. Go to iHeartRadio slash talk. Get Ring Talk, put it on your cell phone, your smartphone, your tablet, 24-7. Ring Talk goes everywhere. In fact, the numbers jumped. I saw the numbers for June, and they were in the year. The CULM ratings were like at 27,000 or 28,000, so pretty close to 28,000. So real pleased with that. They keep going up each month, and that's just one of our branches on the Internet. Of course, the iHeartRadio network brings you Ring Talk live worldwide 24-7. Check them out, slash iHeartRadio slash talk. And, of course, look up Ring Talk. Speaking of Ring Talk, the crew is on the line from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, formerly of Southern California, now living in the sunshine, basking in the sun next to his pool. Okay, he's got his own corporate jet, I believe, Mr. KP, Kevin Perry, in studio with Zach Attack Young. And Jay Leon Love was taken to the hospital uh, last night. We didn't mention that, but he went to the hospital.
11: Yeah, he did. I, I heard he checked out okay, so uh, hopefully. No. Hope well, here's yeah.
3: according to fight news. Here, he left on his own recognizance. What the hell? What? what I mean, I, what does that mean? His own recognizance. This, do,
8: do, you're a, you're a, you're an English major, Jack. Zach. What does that mean? Oh, uh, you had to put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you the exact definition. I'm not that familiar with that word, but. I no, believe- but,
3: but I'm just trying to say, Rick. I mean. He he, uh, he he should have. I think well, he he le-
11: he left at his own will. Basically, is what what they're saying. Are they yeah. trying to
3: say that he signed out? He signed out against their will.
8: No, he he left. Like he was able to leave, but on his own. He didn't need assistance. I think is what the main.
3: Uh, I think we can go back and forth over that one, but <laughs> that's that's not. Anyway,
8: Jay Leon Love is he through?
3: Is that kind of knockout? I mean, that was a pretty vicious knockout. Zach, is he through?
8: Um, I mean, I don't. I think it'll be hard for him to take punches from fighters. You know, he's he was hurt in the fights leading up to that. He was hurt badly in I think he fought Marco Antonio Paravon. It was and he he was hurt badly in that fight. Managed to win, but he was hurt against him, and then he was hurt um, dropped against Rosado, like uh, Kevin was saying. So that's three fights in a row where he was kind of not looking so sharp, and I think it will be hard to recover from that and. He does seem to have a chin deficiency, shall we say.
3: This segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide brought to you by the World Boxing Organization, WBOboxing.com. Of course, that's the WBO website for the latest ratings, results, what's happening, news in the world of the World Boxing Organization based in Puerto Rico. And, of course, the Honorable President Francisco Paco Valcarce. we thank them for their support. Now, I'll ask Kevin first. Uh, Manny Pacquiao and Chris Algieri are, are touring the country. They just left Macau. They were in San Francisco, I believe, yesterday. Uh, is there something to promote here, Kevin? Is there really something to promote here? Or is this just going to be like a, a pay-per-view stinker as far as numbers are concerned? Because Pacquiao needs, I think he needs a dance party at this point in time. What do you think?
11: Oh, most definitely. I, mean, I, I think there are some other fights uh, out there, but I, I, I'm really leaning... Uh, I mean, this, this whole thing about Pacquiao and Mayweather that's been coming up in the last few weeks that they might fight, I, I really think this fight's going to happen. I, I think part of the reason why is I don't really see any reason for him to fight Chris Algeri other than Algieri is a he can't punch, um, and he does have a whole lot of experience in beating Provodnikov. I mean, that is a pretty, you know, I mean, it's a good feat. I mean, it's a very good win, but Provodnikov is pretty one dimensional. I mean you pretty much know exactly what he's gonna do and you can pick him off. And he even had almost barely got out of that first round and Pacquiao is just I mean, he's a lot faster, um he's left handed, he has advantages in speed. So I mean it's gonna be a difficult fight for algeri because is not going to be able to knock him out unless some miracle happens. So um and Mayweather's fighting Maidana a guy he's already fought, which is a fight that's really in my mind, um a, a gimme. It's not, getting a whole, it's not getting a whole lot of buzz in Vegas. So, um, it's, he's, he's fighting the guy just to, you know, it's a stay busy fight and hopefully they'll fight Mayweather.
3: Okay, now here's what's up. This Chris Algieri guy, I mean, I, I'm looking at him standing next to Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao looks like his little brother. Um, <clears throat> seriously. I mean, he looks like his older little brother. Um, but he, he, he's just, he's small. He's much smaller than Algieri. Algieri's a pretty big, tall guy. You know, you get the boxing going against, uh, Against Manny Pacquiao, I mean, I mean, Eric Morales did it. Zach, Eric Morales, is able to box, it. he can be outboxed.
8: He can, but I don't, I'm not sure if Al really has the tool set to do it. I mean, I just I, I see Pacquiao having, you know, as a more skilled fighter than Provodnikov, and I and I think he'll be able to he'll be able to get him out of there. And I think the reason why they're actually taking this fight, honestly, is maybe to test to see how he might do against Mayweather. How he could do against a boxer, how he might be able to cut the ring off. Because he's kind of struggled to cut the ring off in the past and they're pro I think they might be trying to fill fill it out against Algeria. So do you think that back
3: to Kevin Kevin Perry is on the line from Las Vegas, our Sin City guy and our guy from LA, the city of Angels, happened to uh, hop the corporate jet and come up here to San Francisco and spend the weekend at our our luxurious a uh, condo at the R- St. Regis and is an amazing place. You know, you know, if you had to pay for that room, if if I didn't give you that room for cop, you know, it cost you like seven eight hundred bucks a night. You know that, right?
8: Yeah, I'm glad, Pedro, and and it's nice that I got the helicopter too.
3: Ah, we forgot about that. <laughs> so, do you hear what you're missing, Kev, or
11: what?
8: Oh man, you're killing me here. We
3: we coptered him in. I forgot about that. He didn't even drive. The traffic was too much on on on. You know on uh Highway 101, so we just copped them in. We, you know, like like Chaka Khan. I remember, I remember one time we were waiting for Chaka Khan, the famed R&B singer, Hall of Fame singer. We were waiting for her at a uh, at a concert in Vallejo, California, and she was late because of traffic. And then some helicopter came in, man. And she jumped out of the helicopter. I ain't kidding you. Chaka Khan jumped out. Fifteen minutes later, she was doing her thing, you know, doing the old Rufus tunes, isn't it? Um, you were tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We're having fun, folks. Of course, we're talking about Pacquiao and algerian, and, of course, uh, that's going to go down. What November twenty second? A day to live in infamy. Alguer, Chris Algury twenty. You no, know, just six knockouts. A lot of news agencies don't even bother to print his knockout ratio. Um, but I, I think there's merit to what to what uh, to what Zach said, Kevin. That this would be a this would just be a good good tune up for a Mayweather fight. In other words, a guy that moves around on you and, and doesn't punch that hard. You can cut off the ring and see what you can do against this guy, and maybe practice your art and try to hone it for a Mayweather fight.
11: Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some uh, validity to that. I mean, as far as uh, opponents, I mean, he, he doesn't bring a whole lot of danger, and I, I think that's the biggest thing here is you, You're just not going to expect uh, Alciri to be able to hurt uh, Pacquiao. I mean, Pacquiao's fought some guys that really could bang, and I mean, and he he iced those guys and I know it was a long time ago, but Algeria is not going to be a walk in the park, but besides Provodnikov, I mean, who's Algeria beat? I mean, actually, he did beat uh, Emmanuel Taylor, so I mean that's a pretty decent win. But besides that, I mean, there's no real notable fighters on his resume. But this is his big opportunity to uh, become a star if he can win against Pacquiao. So, but more more power to him. I just can't see a scenario where he outboxes Pacquiao. Okay.
3: Zach Attack Young, Andre Ward will be uh, featured on the next edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. We'll be featured for the entire hour. Andre Ward, if he, had, if he could drop some questions on Andre,
8: what would they be? Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to see, like, where, he's, where he'd like to move forward to, you know, and, and since he is trying to potentially get out of his, his contract, I'd like to see what promoter he'd like to He wants to go to top rank. That's where he wants to yeah, go? That's where wants he wants to go. Yeah, I mean, Taprine could be good. But I think I mean, I just think he might be able to do more with with Golden Boy. I
3: want Don yeah. King to come back. I miss I I do. People laugh when I say that, but I do. When Don King was doing boxing, boxing was like it it was it was, it was notable. People knew about it. I mean, and he had these he would stack these these cards with like four or five title fights and you think, "Wow, you know, this is the greatest stuff in the world." And maybe it wasn't, but he, you gave he gave you the appearance that you were getting your money's worth.
8: Yeah, I mean Don King put on he put on great cards. You got to give him credit for that. I mean, they don't I mean Golden Boy has kind of started to put on better cards, but it's been a while since somebody's really put on like championship fight after championship fight.
3: Kevin, pound for pound, who's the best promoter for the fan? <sighs> oh, oh it's man. To, it's,
11: it, it's hard to say. Um, I I think um Kathy Duva? I, think I was well, yeah, she's she's alright. She she puts on some decent cards. I I think um What's the guy in England that's been doing some real good cards? Barry I, I Hearn. Think, I think the guy who's putting the card on this weekend. I mean uh, Frampton and Martinez. Yeah. I mean that's an excellent fight. Um, I can't definitely can't wait for that to uh, see that one. Wait, I wait,
3: wait maybe the guy you're thinking about in the UK could it be Kelly Maloney?
11: <laughs> Is he the promoter? <laughs> no, Kelly's a girl. <laughs> she's the promoter. Yeah, I, I don't not know anymore. I, I I don't think uh, he or she is putting on that card.
3: (laughs) Of course, we're talking about the shocking news, and it was shocking. It came down the pike a few weeks ago. I've got the pictures up at ringtalk.com of um, boxing promoter slash manager of Lennox Lewis and many other guys for the past 20, 25 years out of the U.K., Frank Maloney, a short little pudgy type of guy, and now he's like a short, short sort of pudgy type of chick. And it's a little bit shocking. Lennox Lewis is a bit shocked. Now, we're all, I think it takes a lot of guts. I mean, to, to do what he go to, to, to go the operations or the procedures that he went through to become a woman from a man. I mean, it takes a lot of guts to do that. So I can't call him, you know, a coward or anything like that. But it was a big shocker in the world of boxing. I don't think we've ever had a sex change operation before. Outside of maybe Zach and Kevin. <laughs> I mean, hey, can you think of any other sex change operations?
11: What about uh uh Fallon Fox? That's
3: MMA. I'm talking boxing.
11: Oh, I can't think of any in boxing. Exactly. But as far as com- combat sports, uh, the Fallon Fox one was pretty significant in my mind.
3: Well, the fact that she, she some girl ended up beating her, but she you know she was beating up on girls. And Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, uh, the man that fa- the man that f- the man that founded the Wrestling Observer radio show, Wrestling Observer Live, of course, three to three to five p.m. Pacific time. Sundays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and, of course, the editor of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he told me that his buddy was promoting Fallon Fox down there in Florida at some fights, and he wouldn't use her anymore because of the unfair advantage it was um, for her fighting women. And then some, some chick ended up beating her. But, you know, the bottom line is I think if you're born a man and you've got a man's bone structures, you don't belong fighting a woman. What do you think, Zach?
8: Yeah, I mean, I just think that men are, are kind of naturally bigger than women, so it's not really—it's not really a fair fight, I don't think. And and I don't know, like, even though technically she became or he became a woman, it's still kind of like a—it's a gray area, and I, I don't—I don't think that they should really allow that.
3: Okay, in in ten seconds, Klitschko Klitschko going to run over this guy, uh, Pulov, He's going to take care of him, Kev. Yeah,
11: I think so. I, I just think uh, Pulev, he's he not a big enough puncher. I think they beat Klitschko. Somebody like Derek Tesora, I think, would be a great matchup for uh, Klitschko because he goes for it when he's in shape and he can punch. Somebody like, you know, I, I think Pulev is more of a boxer and he's not, you know, he's tall, he's kind of awkward. I just don't see him beating Klitschko. I don't, and I don't think he has enough experience against top level opponents.
3: Kevin Perry of RingTalk.com. KP, all the best. Talk to you soon. All right, take care. Take care, too. (laughs) This is my national anthem. Without a doubt, folks, this song was written for Pedro.
6: Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800 957 6063. 800 957 6063.
0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez.
3: Tower of Power, September 1st. Sausalito, California. The show us phenomenal. No question about it. Ray Green on lead, new lead singer. Pedro in the house. Yeah, check it out. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out all the news on Tower of Power at towerofpower.com. And then stroll down the page, go to the message board. Pedro's got his own section, Pedro's song of the month. Of course, I'm also featured in Down to the Nightclub. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. Hour number two, we talk MMA on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, the I Radio Network, and the American Forces Network. The uh, 6th of September, Kiko Martinez and Carl Frampton. I'm going to pick Frampton in that one. Where are you going on this one, Zach?
8: Yeah, Frampton. I okay. think he's just a better fighter.
3: Mayweather and Maidana, we already know. Chalk that one in right for Floyd. Mayweather. Okay. Um, moving up, Carlos Molina and Cornelius Bundres. Bundres is like 55 years old now. I mean, when's the guy going to quit?
8: Yeah, he's old. Uh, Molina, I think.
3: Yeah, Molina, because just out of youth. Oh, here's the one. <laughs> Nonito Lunera and Nicholas Walters. You ever seen Walters fight?
8: Yeah, he's a good fighter. That's a tough one. I think I'm leaning towards Walters, actually.
3: Right on. Maybe another uh, loss for the Filipino Flash, who hasn't looked so flashy of late. Gennady Golovkin, Marco Antonio Rubio. That's going to be down in your neck of the woods at the StubHub Center. You going to see that?
8: Yeah, I, I, I want to see that, and I think Golovkin will win that. Alexander
3: Povetkin and Carlos Takam.
8: Oh, that's a, that's a good fight. Um, hmm, depending where it is, I would go with. Back in. Okay, we'll finish off with the Bernard hopkins Sergey
3: Kovalev fight. And unlike Kevin, I'm going to ask you to meet me this in 10 seconds. Who wins that?
8: Kovalev, KO.
3: You're tuned to Ring Talk <laughs> Live Worldwide. This hour, you're inside looking to the world of boxing. Of course, Ring Talk airs live Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. We combine both boxing and mixed martial arts. Then we come back at you on Sunday with a two-hour edition beginning at 11 a.m. Pacific time. An hour of boxing, an hour of mixed martial arts. All brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and RingTalk.com. Until next time, peace, love, and respect, and stay tuned for hour number two on many of these same stations on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.